What it is, what it do, gamers. You're tuned into season one, episode 10 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. My name is Kevin, aka Shonuff71. And along with me in the digital studio is the Bay Area Terra Dez himself. What's going on, man? Hey, nothing much. You know, glad to be here for another week talking about video games. Love it. Video games. And also along for the ride, we've got to the food max of gaming, the man you go to to find out the best deals, Joe, a.k.a. Joe Fongul, a.k.a. the Trader Joe. What's going on, dude? Not much, man. That's a lot of buildup. A lot, a lot of build. build yeah, you, you got you got high billing because you know I, I gotta know. tell you, yeah, you, you deserve it. You deserve oh, it because you've been oh, saving me money for a long time. <laughs> me, me too. Yeah. So AKA many AKAs, or, or making you spend money more. Like, no, it's like so many oh. AKAs. You think he was wanted? <laughs> I'm a cowboy. He's on the trade on trade ban list from eight retailers. <laughs> Okay. Oh, not, not, not anymore. No no retail fraud here. I, I read that gray area of flipping. <laughs> Economics. Yeah. Economics. I hear you. So, folks, we got a pretty exciting show uh, lined up for you this week. We're going to have our impressions on Destiny 2. But before we kick off with that, I'm going to start the show with a couple of quick things. Number one, um, I had a fantastic Saturday this past Saturday. I had a chance to have a uncle-nephew day with my grandnephew. He's getting ready to enter middle school. He's going to be 13 years old uh, by the end of July. and oh, Actually, I'm sorry, pardon me, by the end of August. And I tell you, it it was really cool being able to spend some time with him just one on one because he's he's at that age now where his little sister gets and his little cousins who are all girls get annoying. <laughs> so I was able to pull him, pull him out and just get some uh, some one on one time with him. We went to go see uh, Despicable Me Three, which doesn't suck as bad as most people have said it does you know i haven't seen the first two so maybe that has something to do with it but uh the fact that he enjoyed the movie so much is that you know that's what it was all about we went to we had lunch at uh oh what's that burger restaurant uh what's the, it's that burger chain uh, red robin red robin that's it yeah i can't remember nothing. yum Yum, exactly. Uh, by the way, that um, that seasoning that you put on the fries, that's that's cracking a bottle. I mean, I don't even <laughs> want to know what my I don't even want to know what my sodium intake was for the, for the time that I was in there because I had a small burger, and they it comes with that endless fries and that red robin shake mix spice mix that they have is ridiculously good I, I i had to be cognizant of how much i was dumping on my fries because like this has got to have a crap ton of salt in it but it's, it's like a lorry season salt variant so it is but it's it's As i don't own, know what it is it tastes yes. a little bit better it, it's got a unique flavor to it and yeah it's really good it's kind of kind of reminiscent of uh what is that 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 was wing stop and what they put on their fries, 
uh, it's just not as maybe not as a robust, uh, not as much of a robust taste to them. But it was it was really good. So I just wanted to shout get, get uh, send a special shout out to my nephew EJ. It was wonderful hanging out with you. That, that's my dude right there. So uh, really enjoyed that. And last uh, lastly, before we get into the topic topic. Um, a little bit of information from Evolution 2017, folks know from last week's show, and if you've listened to me on Gamer Husbands at any, at any point in time, you know that fighting games are kind of a big part of uh, my gaming joy. I'm not as into them as I used to be many years ago, but I still play, and uh, while I don't follow the FGC as closely as I used to. Uh, Evolution is like my Super Bowl, my Super Bowl, my my WrestleMania, my SummerSlam, all rolled into one streaming event. So there was some information that came out uh, posted on ShowYouKin.com where they ran this to crunch the numbers and the statistics. As far as attendant, uh, as far as people who are actually enrolled to play in the games, and I found some of this data kind of interesting. So I'll just run it by by the folks real quick. Um, the top, uh, g- the game with the most amount of entrance was Street Fighter Five, with two thousand six hundred and thirty entrants total. The game that came closest to that was Super Smash Brothers. For Wii U with 1,511, and coming up right behind that was Super Smash Brothers Melee with 1,434. But even more interesting than the uh, the numbers of uh, p- participants in these games, they did. I don't know if they've done this in years prior, but they did a an analysis of crossover, meaning how many people participating in one game were also participating in another game. And there was a, kind of an interesting breakdown in the uh, in the crossover aspect. Uh, for Street Fighter V, out of the 2,630, and I'm not going to go over all of them, I'll just mention, mention a couple, uh, about 17% were playing uh, Injustice 2, Uh, 12% were playing Guilty Gear. Uh, For Super Smash Bros. Melee, it was uh, kind of an an, an even split. 17% of those that were playing Melee were playing, also played Smash Bros. 4. uh, I mean, Super Smash Bros. Wii U. Uh, The breakdown from that goes down to like, it drops down to like 9%, which is the next highest crossover for Melee, 9% of them were on Street Fighter V. But kind of what is the most interesting part of that crossover was uh, Arxis Works had two games on on the studio, I mean, on on the stage for EVO this year. They had Guilty Gear Gear, uh, Exurge Rev 2, and they had Blaze Blue Central Fiction. And for Guilty Gear, they had a total of 825. 825 participants. Blaze Blue had 498. 
but kind of an interesting uh, back and forth of the 825 that participated in the Guilty Gear competition, only 28% uh, of them played uh, Blaze Blue. But on the Blaze Blue side, uh, the number of people that participated in uh, Guilty Gear was... Um, 48%. So I found that to be kind of an interesting uh, breakdown. There wasn't as as even a breakdown for the people participating in one game as opposed to the other, even though both were made by the same company, which particularly when you compare it to Smash Brothers Melee and Super Smash Brothers 4, both pretty much even keel, uh, even participation on both sides. So just wanted to uh, bring a little bit of uh, numbers data to the podcast and share that uh, to folks for what it's worth. Uh, I don't know if uh, Des, Joe, did you guys have any uh, uh, additional any any feedback on that? Well, the, I I that's a lot. It's very interesting to hear all those numbers. But the one thing that I'm like always wondering about is so if you were to put all the people that were playing Street Fighter in a room. With all the people that were playing, you know, another game like Guilty Gears, you know, who would win in a fight, in like a real fight? You know, it's like, come on, you know. I, I, I just imagine them all standing in a room trying to throw like imaginary Hadoukens at each other, and like the other people were like, you know, can you imagine that? You know, this, this interesting sort of pantomime of people trying to kill each other with, you know, in a room with, but you know, they they probably would just sit there and like talk to each other, <laughs> be like. Uh, you know, you're 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 assuming that there's going to be any degree of social interaction among <laughs> gaming nerds. So that's a, that's a, that's a high I mean, level I was of assault. shocked. And, and I kid, I kid. There. Evo is like one of the the the. From what I hear, I haven't gone yet. Evo is one of the most social gaming. Yeah, centered I figured events as much. I mean, the, these are just jokes, folks. But it's just yeah. the, the thing <laughs> that I think is amazing was just the amount of people that were there. Wow, like I am. Like blown away by these numbers, like geez, geez, yes. where was Evo held at? You know, for the Las month? Vegas in Mandalay Bay. So you think about that, you know. And if you've ever been to Mandalay Bay, it all smells like cocoa butter and like weird ass <laughs> suntan. So it's like <laughs> oil, and they pump that shit through like the air ducts. It's weird, you know. And so you got people running around, you know, having fun. All these geeky people running around Mandalay Bay playing video. Wait, games. no, that's gonna cut down the nerd funk too. <laughs> that's amazing. oh not 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 wow. if they don't take showers of course but well you know, yeah okay. that's crazy though wow well but you know yeah. one day we, we gotta go there we gotta report there we gotta we gotta go somewhere that's on that's kind of on my on my bucket list and there was an, one last interesting uh aspect for this there were two uh participants in evo this year one participated in all in all nine games, and another one participated in eight of the nine games uh, promoted for Evolution. And I think that is, I want to say it's a record. I can't I can't really tell from the tweet that's posted, but you know, we have someone participating in like all the games. You know, and I'm I'm sure there's a there's there's a probably that probably happens more often than not. But I just kind of found that uh, 
kind of interesting. I think just people just kind of, you know, I just jump into everything and play because I mean, there's a large number of people uh, that participate in competitions like this that you know that have no chance of winning, but they just do it because it's so much fun and they thoroughly enjoy doing it. So, uh, kudos to everybody that participated. The uh, Tokido Punk match, I I got it. I watched that. That was absolutely fantastic. Um, Tokido is it, it was interesting because Punk is only 18 years old. Tokido has been playing professionally for more years than Punk's been alive. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was really and, and Punk was the uh, the American hope to win uh, Street Fighter uh, for Evo, and it's been a long time since an American held the held the championship for a Street Fighter game. But it was a great, great match. Uh, Punk has got a bright future ahead of him because he just demolished everybody. He even sent Takedo to losers uh, before uh, getting getting beat in the finals. So a lot of high-level skill on display there. But another game that is getting that has gotten uh, at least on the behalf of the hosts of this show's attention. Is a little game called Destiny, and uh, they came out with a beta, and we played the beta. <laughs> so yes, we do. We're gonna give our uh, impressions on it, and I was thinking, real quick, because um, I know I've been talking a lot, so I'll just throw this out real quick, and I'll throw this out, throw this out too. For me, the thing that grabbed my attention most from this the destiny 2 beta and i think if if what's what's the word that this build is what six seven months old uh in the beta i'm not 100 percent sure i heard that uh somewhere or was it one of us i was talking about it in the chat i can't remember but the one thing that stood out to me the most was the way was the gunplay the way the guns felt and I'm more convinced now than ever before that nobody can do gun feedback better than Bungie. I don't know how they did it. I don't know what algorithms they're running through the through the DualShock controller to make it vibrate the way it does, but they the guns actually feel better. You know, when you're shooting, when I'm shooting that that auto rifle, it's almost like I can feel the, the you know the the bolt going back and forth in the gun you know as I'm shooting it. There is just a real, uh, an extremely ridiculous amount of detail that's been that's been put into the feedback of these weapons, and that just blew me away. Um, personally, what I played from the beta. I am super down with the hand cannons. The sunshot is my favorite. It, it, it's basically almost like a perpetual golden gun because you shoot stuff in the head and it just explodes. Love that gun. And um, the as far as the classifications, the I'm not all that much in love in the sub with the submachine guns. I, I did not find one in my time with the beta that really worked for me. Um, I did like the uh, 
the assault, the 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 automatic, uh, the assault rifles. Uh, I did I did like those, and I don't remember the specific names of the ones that I use, but uh, hand cannon is probably was like one of my primaries in the first game. I'm thinking the hand cannon is going to be like my primary primary and everything else is just going to be secondary because I really like the way the hand cannons felt um, it both in, in PVE and PVP. So that's the thing that stood out the most for me during my time at the beta. So I'll go ahead and turn the floor over to you guys. Dez, what were, what were your impressions of the beta? Well, um, I have to agree. The gunplay seemed to feel um, strong strong now again i'm not a i'm not a big pvp -er, you know and i'm not a big uh fps person like i said that many times on the show before and that seems one of the only ones that i really feel like at ease with and i hadn't played destiny in a couple of months and i you know booted this up and started playing it again and it was interesting because it did feel like you know i've definitely felt like I was back, you know, playing, you know, Destiny. It felt it felt like Destiny. Um, and maybe it's just because, you know, we played for a long time and we knew um, what amount of shots were supposed to do what and, you know, to kill something or whatnot. But one thing I felt, and it's probably just because it's the beta, was I did feel like, like super weak. Like I thought the guns were, except, well, because I played the Warlock first. And I thought the loadout for the Warlock was just bad. You know, I, I, I didn't, I couldn't, I feel like I just couldn't kill anything, you know, in a, in a, in a really, you know, good, at a good pace, you know, and I was just like, Ugh. so I just felt, that's one thing I thought was, I felt really just weak, you know, first. And I was like, okay, you know, maybe it's the beta. This is not probably gonna be the final game. They're probably still tweaking it. So that's fine. Um, and I couldn't, I don't know what it was, the targeting, or maybe I just suck, but with the Dawn Sword or whatever, I could not hit anything. Like, I couldn't hit anything with those flaming sword things. I was like, why can't I hit anything? It's so weird. And then the weird tracking from the Void Ball was so hilarious because it, it goes slower, but it tracks now, I guess. It was just bizarre. It was just, like, the, the, the Warlocks I'm definitely going to have to spend some time with and... And um, just kind of work with them and see what the changes. It seems like they, they really were changed, uh, you know, a lot for me because I, I mained a warlock and I, I like playing support. But it was just like, damn, you know, I didn't know what was going on. And then um, and then after that, I played the uh, the hunter. And I have to agree with Kev that hunter uh, exotic. That we that that you use is great. I love the sound. I love mm -hmm. how it hit. I finally felt like I was doing something with that gun, and I was like, okay, well, looks like I'm playing with this gun, and it. I don't know. Maybe it's a little overpowered, or I don't know. I just I don't think to compare it to, you know, because it's Destiny Two. You can't really compare it to Destiny One, uh, because the 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 mechanics are, are are going to be a little bit different. So I'm just wondering what's gonna, you know, what's going on, you know, with with that. Um, as far as the uh, submachine guns go, the submachine gun that was loaded to the to the warlock, I it felt like it was going all over the place. Like it, the stability was horrible, I couldn't control it. But the one that was on the and I think it was different. The one that was on the hunter, I don't know. I felt like I could I could actually control it a lot better. I felt um, I was able to aim, uh, 
I was able to line up my shots a lot better. I don't know, something about it. But, but yeah, hand cannons were still, like, there. They were still great. Like, I was still getting those consistent headshots um, with them. And I, I don't know, just the, just the the hand cannons felt so good in that it, playing that beta. I was just like, damn, this feels great. Um, Arc Strider uh, is just is just you know uh the blade dancer just reskinned i mean i'm sorry like they, they, they mm. could have came up with something a little bit different than than what they did i don't know i just i, I they just felt like i was like okay you know you reskinned something and gave me something else it's like fine if anything they should have just you know gave us the um the night stalker like i would have loved to have the night stalker you know or a variation of that honestly um, or a but I was late dancer. Yeah, no, no, no. The night stalker. Like I would have the. I would like to have the bow instead of the staff. I mean, it's just. Gotcha. I don't know, it just seemed weird. One thing I did notice when fighting when fighting the named enemies, maybe because there weren't bosses or whatnot, but I didn't get stomped. You know, uh, I know that Destiny One was not was not friendly for for melee boss meleeing bosses. You just couldn't do it. You, you would get one shot and that was it. So. So um, I really hope that in Destiny Two they they really were look into that if you're going to be pushing you know roaming supers and shit like that like you really need to you know work on it because if we're gonna run up and start hit wailing the boss they can't just like one shot us immediately so i was just like uh and then the last thing the last thing was uh we did the um went to uh the farm so i got to run around the farm uh we recorded this on sunday so the farm was whenever you're listening to it it was Sunday of the beta. I know it. I know the beta has been extended. Uh, I don't know. How, I don't know how long. How long? But I know it has been extended. It's supposed to be ending, I guess, tonight or today or something. But just Tuesday Sunday. Tuesday night. Yeah, they extended Tuesday it to night. Tuesday. So, um, but the farm looks fun. You know, I ran around. It's sad you can't go skinny dipping. Jumped in the water and died immediately. So I was like, well, that sucks. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can play soccer now. You know, there's a soccer field. Although I don't think you should be all super recreation when like you know the the, the travelers and chains and something like that's going like that but i was just <laughs> like what the hell people we can play soccer now sure you know i don't know but <laughs> other than that i thought it was good like this this makes me excited for destiny you know i i thought the first one like seeing zavala and you know Cade and akora fighting alongside you was really cool i really wish that they actually you know ran with you and you ran stuff with them um, the thing where you had to do the, we had to um, fight the waves off, and and Zavala would would put up his shield. That was great. It was hilarious because Zavala got killed, and I had to I had to res him during one of my playthroughs, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" So, so that was kind of funny. I was like, "Shit, Zavala's dead. What?" You know. So I had to like res him. I'm like, uh, "Okay, buddy." <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny, and I don't know. And I thought the strike was good. You know, the the mechanics. You know, it was like fighting like a, a a very a baby a baby atheon. So and like the the, the floor the floor mechanics jump in and then the, I don't know I, I'm excited I'm excited I loved the way the the planet looked. Um, where I it's, I can't remember the name of the planet, but I like I liked the way it looked. It was just sort of this kind of like um, off white with like the red buildings and their or their burgundy sort of buildings in the background looked all bombed out and stuff. It's just it looked really fun. Like I and the new dogs. Like I'm really like okay, you know, Destiny's got the goods, and I was like, all right, let's do this. I'm I'm fun, and I'm fun. I'm, I'm having fun with this. This is fun. So I didn't play the the I didn't play the Guardian, but now that the beta has been extended, I'm probably gonna play the Guardian. 
through and then see what's going on uh and see how the, the guardian it'd be sorry the, the titan, titan. To the titan yeah. yeah and see how the see how captain america i mean the titan um uh, <laughs> plays. so yeah so what do you what did you think joe i mean you're you you played it for a while i, I know you were all kind of you're a little like if i can't keep my stuff it's just a beta <laughs> why am i playing this man <laughs> well, i thought that, you know I thought that was kind of funny it's kind of funny because um i played uh metric s ton of destiny and to me it's just a thing to where it's like you know if, if i've been eating hamburgers for two years straight guess what no matter you know what else you're going to add to the thing it's still a hamburger you know it's still destiny and in of its basic components it's just redone and done all nice and and um it's definitely a sequel definitely a sequel and uh what i enjoyed Playing, I played through with the Titan and also with the Hunter. Um, the Sunshot is a pretty good hand cannon. I did enjoy the auto rifles better, though. Um, always have been an auto rifle, fusion rifle guy. <laughs> so um, I like the changes that they've done with the, the multiplayer with control. We played control mainly like what three hours last night. And so I didn't realize the fact that in control of this um, bars up on top, Kevin, I don't know if you noticed, but those bars on the top indicate that each player's status on your team, as far as uh, if they're dead or what stasis they're in, if they're running a super or anything like that. So, Oh, I never noticed that. Yeah, it's in the bars up on top, and you could actually uh, see who's alive, who's dead, uh, based on the status up on top. So that was kind of cool, along with you know keeping track of how many um, control points because it's the first up to seventy-five, and then actually um, it plays quite a bit quicker than than the six versus six control that in Destiny One on that. So um, you know, to me. Just having the four players, um, especially when we have four players in the chat and we're able to coordinate quite well, it actually worked out great mm-hmm. on it. I don't know how you felt about because I know you are definitely not a proponent for PvP, but um, definitely if Control is the type and if they run a, like a pseudo Iron Banner type event, uh, would you be more um, looking forward to playing something like that versus the, what we played in destiny one, as far as the format of the iron banner, at least. Um, I, that's a hard, that's, that, that's, I'm, I don't know how to answer that because I'm, I'm not an, a, a multiplayer FPS dude. So I, know. I, I really don't know how to answer that, but I will say this. The control, control, the control being shrunk down to like four, four v four, and at least the map that we were on was a little bit smaller. I didn't feel quite as overwhelmed by you know running around, getting from point A to point B. I know in in the first Destiny, I would often, depending on what map it was, I'd get not lost because the points are always up on the screen. But trying to remember, okay, if I take this tunnel, I can cut through this pass and get to the get to point A or get to point B or what have you. I didn't feel I didn't feel as disoriented in the beta as I did before. So if they can do if they maintain this for like Iron Banner, because I did Iron Banner for the loot, and I'll do Iron Banner you know, in, in Destiny 2 for the loot. So, you know. I, I 
again, uh, my the meat and potatoes for me, because I'm I'm the weird duck. The meat and potatoes for Destiny for me was the uh, the single player, the raid, not the raids, but the strikes, the story missions. Uh, strikes in the story missions. That's what I enjoy Destiny. That's that's how I enjoy Destiny the most. The raids I couldn't stand because they were too hard for me. Um, I think that may change with Destiny 2, not because I think they're going to be easier, but because you'll have options, more options available for people that actually want to help you do the raid. Yeah. So that's going to be a big help for me personally. And... You know, the multiplayer was never that's not my that's not my deal. So yeah, that's how I enjoyed Destiny One. And I think in Destiny Two, I have more options available to me. You know, once the final product is out and all these things are put into place, I feel that I'll have more options to available to me to enjoy the enjoy all aspects of the game just on my terms if that makes any sense yeah well for me myself uh, i love or played a lot of pvp after a while in destiny and so um to me nothing is more relaxing at times just to go and play like about three hours of whatever play pvp i'm playing at the time uh, and uh granted i mean i'm not like you know i'm not going to be running uh trials of osiris or anything like that i always played like a you know team deathmatch deathmatch uh control you know not three um, hours that sounds terrible Ugh. no i <laughs> so, sometimes it, it, Playing multiplayer is just the most relaxing thing, you know. It's like because I get, I zone out, I zone out, and uh, when I play, it's more reactionary versus thought involved because it's all subconscious versus conscious. You know, as far as after a while, it becomes more reaction, and it reminds me of uh, you know like when I get zoned into a fighting game when I'm actually not really you know sitting there looking at a, a chart as far as a move list or anything like that where i'm actually just um doing muscle memory and executing that kind of thing that's how multiplayer in destiny became for me after a while and writing iron banner for like three four hours that kind of thing so so i'm looking forward to the same thing i think this is kind of similar to what we did last night because uh, we played quite a bit we played like a good hour and a half two hours of the controls so i mean uh we were zoned in for a bit, you know, and I think, and even you were doing well, Kevin, right? As far as, you know, versus the people that were, you know, populating in. Yeah, well, you know, I, I was actually able to get into double digit for kills, uh, which is something that almost never happened in Destiny 1. And I will, I don't, you know, maybe that had something to do with how I felt about the gunplay in the game being better, or, you know, maybe there were just, our, our competition was not as good as it, as it was in the first game. I mean, there was, there were, t we had, we, although we did get rolled a few times. Yeah. We rolled uh, quite a bit too. So. Yeah. So, but, you know, I always look at my, I, I look at myself as the weakest link because generally that's how it turns out. But oh, I mean, I had fun. I mean, you know, yeah. it, it, it is what it, it is what it is for me with multiplayer and, and first person multiplayer, uh, particularly, you know, that's that's a a an aspect of gaming that I'm trying to find a a zone in 
or, or a, a place to play. Uh, I'm not going to play Call of Duty. I'm not going to play uh, Battlefield. That, but this is fits more in where I feel comfortable in. You know, so. Yeah. Um, but overall, I'm I enjoy the game quite a bit. Uh, for my impressions, uh, you know, I just right now to me to invest so much in playing it now i'm going to be playing it <laughs> once the release date rolls around yeah september 6th right september 5th somewhere around there so yeah something around there i i really don't have a need to go back and play it even though it's uh to play the beta uh, i might mess I'm with good. the warlock myself so mm. i'm i'm good um well let me ask you guys this uh with regard from what you've played are any of you thinking of changing mains meaning you know, like if you played a titan before you're going to main a different uh, class classification for destiny 2 did anything that you played uh give you the the feeling that hey i think i'm going to switch out this time i'm probably going to main a um a hunter this time around um i the hunter was the one that i played the least in destiny um up until the uh, up until about a, yeah, maybe a couple months before I stopped playing it all entirely, I'd really just like it was my warlock. You know, I was just a warlock main. That's what I did. With support. You know, I loved throwing grenades, grenade spam. I like. I loved. I just loved it. Like it, it fit who who what I like to play and who I like to play as. And then I did Titan because then I played Defender. And there's something about Hunter I never could get. Like I, I can't throw the knives well, you know. And I know it takes practice. I just, you know. But then I don't know. Something happened. Oh, I, I knew what happened. The character that I created uh, looked terrible, and I hated that. Like that I, I spend a lot of time in the character, you know, editor. Even even when something as rudimentary as Destiny, like I spent a long time trying to be like, is this gonna look cool? Is this gonna look not cool? You know. You know, my avatar has got to look, you know, aces before I'll play the game. If it doesn't, I'm like, ugh. So I remember I was, I made a hunter and I was like, okay. So I made him and I played him for a while, but I just didn't like him. I was like, the way he, like the way he looked, I was like, no. And then I said, you know what? Screw this. So I redid the person. I'd grinded them to nine, to like, to like to 40 and then. And then, like, had almost, you know, 400 or almost the uh, the gear. And I was just like, you know what? Nah. So I just scrapped the person and played Destiny over again from the beginning. And I didn't. I, and I love I grinded. I grinded. I made a, I made a girl this time. And I grinded her, you know, all the way up to the top. But that was one of the things I think some people had to do with Destiny to keep it fresh. Because if you're not playing the PvP, um, you can only do strikes so many times. And you can only, you know, unless you're trying to get a specific, you know, thing. You know, for me, as someone who doesn't play PvP, it, it just—I'm a PvE person. That's that's where I find my my enjoyment is running around with people and like conquering a baddie, doing horde modes. That's why when the forge came in, I was like, "Yes, let's do the forge. Love it." You know, waves of enemies coming at you. You know, I loved it. So, so for me, um, I really started getting really good with the hunter. Uh, towards the end there so i'm probably going yeah. to main a hunter uh at the beginning and then i'll most likely pick a warlock again although the the flaming sword i, I was really saddened at how bad i was at it so i really kind of really want to kind of i want to try that again you know but that's probably what i'm gonna do and i've tied probably my third one this time around but the shield just kind of was like eh, i don't know like running around like captain america was kind of interesting but i don't know 
I don't know if it speaks to me yet. So, what about you, Joe? Well, your just before I start, uh, your official st- statistics for Destiny. You played four hundred and twenty-seven hours of Destiny. Are you literally sir? looking at my? <laughs> you yes. that Destiny tracker thing? Yes. Um, you. So you, much. <laughs> <laughs> you roll, nothing. It's, it's probably not even a third of what you played, sir. Uh, we'll see here. I'll bring up mine in a minute, but. Uh, your most played character was your warlock, 159 hours, but you also dedicated 134 hours with deleted characters on there. So. See? <laughs> See, I tell you guys, I'll make a character and I get tired of it and I'll delete it and start over, delete it and start over, delete it and start over. And that's so sad that it tracks how many how many poor characters just lost their lives to, to my boredom. I'm yeah, so sorry. You have one one character with 74 hours just gone. <laughs> and I don't care. I'm like, like, you were ugly. You had to die. Sorry. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Oh, it's so bad. They shouldn't track that. <laughs> Hey, everything's trackable on the internet, so but uh, uh, <laughs> really, are you serious? Like, <laughs> that many hours? Wow, that's that's. Ugh. Yeah, uh, okay. I'm officially at 1,051 hours right now. So, um, and um, as far as the question though, I'm gonna probably stick with the Titan. I like the Titan the best. Um, as far as the character I played with the least, I played with my Warlock the le- least, but I had 226 hours with my Warlock. So I played him quite a bit still. So, uh, but uh, I'm probably looking. Joke, you get very interesting when you play your Titan, though. Like I like watching you play your Titan because you get reckless as hell. <laughs> like I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's always that was always a thing. You know, Joe played his Titan. It's like, all right, who wants to go revive him? And I'm like, I got him. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I, I, the way I love watching Joe just charge in, you know, guns blazing, and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Who got the most kills? <laughs> so, you know, there's a reason for my type of play uh, with the Titan. So, so, but uh, yeah, I'm probably going to do a Titan. Uh, as far as multi-platform, I'm not going to dip into the Xbox side of the fence, but uh, I do have the PC version on reserve. I'm just kind of curious uh, when the beta comes out in August as far as how well it will run on a GeForce 960 uh, to see if it's any advantageous for me to play on PC because especially if the PlayStation 4 Pro version runs at 4K, even with checkerboarding, I'm probably better off maybe sticking with PS4, you know, not making the investment. But I'm just curious about one, mouse and keyboard, and two, how everything's going to kind of flow uh, on the PC side of the fence and if there's any advantages to playing at uh, 60 frames a second versus uh, 30 frames a second. And if I, even if I could get up to 60 frames a second on it or not, I'm hoping so. So we'll have to see with my setup. I know, Kevin, your setup, you should probably get super the greatest mode with it more than likely so yeah particularly since i'm still running off a 1080p tv so that i'll i'll definitely take a look at the take a look at the beta um on pc but uh for me i'll be playing the hunter on playstation and i'm going to double dip on the xbox and play the titan on that side i think uh, the reason I'm mm-hmm. doing that is my nephew, my little nephew, got a Xbox One S, and he's transitioning from PC 
to console and that's the console that that they have so uh, I'll be double dipping, double 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 dippity doodotting and uh, <laughs> playing Destiny on the Xbox. Uh, you know, get that side of the experience just to, so I can be able to play with him. That's and interesting. My, uh, That's interesting hmm? though that um that is going from a PC to a console. Like it's really it's usually the opposite around opposite way around in my in my thought. Or is that not the case? That's interesting. No, it's the case. Well, he's twelve, so okay. he he doesn't have, uh, and he's my grand nephew. His his nephew, my nephew is his dad, um, and so he's got he so he doesn't have his own money yet, and he has made the decision that well, the stuff that he plays on PC is like Terraria and and Minecraft, you know, uh, creative type stuff, sandbox stuff. And that's what he likes to play on computer. But when it comes to actual video games, he likes the convenience of a console and uh, being able to chat with his friends and and all that stuff. Because all his friends have Xboxes, and his dad has uh, had 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 uh, gave turned over his 360 account to him and all that stuff. So he'd rather play on console for actual, what he calls actual video games and not the created content stuff. So. Well, Kevin, your stats on destiny, 754 hours, just for curiosity's sake. (laughs) You rolled uh, 597 hours on your hunter and 156 hours on your warlock. So Mm -hmm. zero, zero Titan. Zero Titan, yeah. I will. I'll, I'll, I'm going to play a Titan because I, <laughs> I like the Captain America effect. The, the Tron America, uh, I think, is is kind of interesting. So I kind of want to jump into that. I want to check that out too. I thought the shield in the menu was the usual bubble shield, so that's my <laughs> ignorance <laughs> about it. I got, I got to see it quite a bit in multiplayer on. Uh, last night so i'm definitely going to switch over from the usual um titan slam uh check out the shield at least so (laughs) so with that folks um do you guys have any final thoughts about the destiny 2 beta bring it on september can't come quick enough let's do this yes i'm ready i'm definitely ready for it i'm very much excited to jump into destiny 2 and uh, get this new adventure started. So with that concluded, we're going to jump into our news items for the week. So, Joe, why don't you kick us off with our news nuggets? Okay. Uh, First thing, something happened this weekend. Of course, a wonderful convention known as San Diego Comic-Con happened, and so there's quite a bit of news coming out of that on there. I know... uh, they had a panel earlier today for uh, Sonic Mania on there, and they unveiled the uh, nostalgic special stages at the um, panel on there. So they've taken um, stages that were very similar to the uh, Sonic CD and uh, Saturn Sonic games, where you have a to chase down a UFO to collect the Chaos Emerald. Uh, they also announced that the game will have cutscenes similar to Sonic 3 and Knuckles, and they will have a Sonic CD-inspired opening animation to the game as well. So very much looking forward to this game. I haven't pre-ordered it yet, um, given the simple fact that the physical version doesn't have the actual physical 
disc inside on that. So, but uh, Sonic Mania is being developed by uh, Headcana and Pagoda West Games in collaboration with Sega and Christian Whitehead, which is uh, like a, just a Sonic fan that uh, um, decided to work or worked on the um i the ios versions of sonic and got them to play so well that he sega basically gave him the keys to the store basically to be able to uh riff and do his own sonic game and so this is what basically sonic mania is so so they're basically are saying we can't do nothing with it let's see what you can do (laughs) pretty much you know with with, with the like he's not i feel bad for sonic you know because i was like i was there genesis days playing sonic and he never really shined you know since the like his transition over from side scroller to like 3d there was never like he didn't have that big like because like when mario 3d came out it was like yeah you know that transition was amazing and then it just didn't happen for Sonic. That there, I don't think there's any yeah. one Sonic game that really was a 3D Sonic game that just really kind of like made it. Maybe it's just because it's hard to make a, a a game about a you know a character that runs really fast. But I don't know. I've never. I don't know. Mm, I feel bad I'd about ar- Sonic. I'd argue with you. I mean, there's been some highlights since 3D Sonic came out. I mean, granted, there was not one for Saturn, but you know, Sonic Team kind of did their own thing on Saturn while Sega of America was fumbling and bumbling with. Uh, Sonic on the Saturn, you know, I, I had a chance to play Sonic on the Saturn at E3 back in like what 1996, and it wasn't exactly the greatest game known to man. I thought it played kind of crappy, even when I had a chance to play it on the show floor there on it. So, um, but the first Sonic Adventure for the Dreamcast is quite notable for me, at least. That was my like my first game for that system when I imported it. And uh, granted, I mean Sonic Adventure 2 with all of his wonderful friends like big the cat and you know everyone else obviously i've dipped in and out of the sonic series as needed uh sonic generations actually was a pretty good game too as well but uh uh, it was really kind of hard to for sega to keep the consistency of the 3d sonics you know about and and with the uh kind of the type of fan base that the game has now that you know they have certain expectations and to me uh you know, with the new Sonic game coming out for uh, every console known to man at the end of the year, that's the uh, Sonic Team one, the latest one, which I think is what, uh, I think Sonic Heroes, I think is what it's called. Not Sonic Heroes. What? Let's do some crack internet research here. Hold on. <laughs> so what's your guys' impressions, though, on Sonic Mania on it? Uh, are you looking forward to it, or is that something to where um, you might give it a shot? I'm curious. I I kind of want to see. I, it would be neat to see have Sonic have a competent uh, 3D adventure. Um, I had the I I played the the one the first one on Dreamcast and it was fun, but it for I don't even remember if I finished the game or not. But uh, you know I thought it was fun. It was cool. I still have it. Um, but I would like to have one that could really capture what, to me, Sonic is about, and that is about speed. And whether that's on an open world or if that's like a, on a track of some sort, you know, I don't know exactly how they would have to go about doing it, but I'd really want to see it, see a Sonic 3D game really capture the sense of speed like the 2D games used to, or well, the, 2D, the 2D games did. 
How how far did you dip into the Sonic games, Desmond? Did you play Sonic Generations, or what's the last Sonic game you actually have played? Uh, I think I, <clears throat> I did play Sonic Generations. I played Shadow. I played. Um, Ooh. <laughs> I played a couple Shadow, of different ones. I mean, last Shadow game that I really particularly bad. Yeah, so. the last game that I really was like, okay, was was the was the racing game, uh, R. I mean, that was really the the last one that I was like, this is amazing. And that was, and that oh, was just the, a racing game on so. the Saturn. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But that was the last one, and I was just like, other than that, I was just like, I never really like, never really got him. You know, just like, yeah. Well. Kevin, definitely check out the Sonic and All-Stars uh, Racing Transformed on PC, also Sonic Generations, because they're both very good games, especially Sonic Generations. And I was hoping that they would actually have been doing uh, Sonic Generations 2 uh, as their latest project. Their latest project's called Sonic Forces, and so it has all this big like motif of uh, Sonic against the world and uh, you know Robotnik going all crazy and you're actually able to for the first time in that game be able to create your own furry <laughs> from scratch oh, yeah so, i heard about that yeah, yeah i heard about that yeah so that that might be up your alley too desmond because i know how much you love character creation so maybe <laughs> and transformed was a fantastic racer i i have it on the vita and it, it, it's a great game yeah, it's definitely worth picking up on whatever platform you have access to. I know the PC version is supposed to be especially good, especially because it's uh, all nice and up-res. You know, I know you love to play your um, prior last-generation console games on PC for all the bells and whistles, and that one definitely got some bells and whistles going for it. So, But uh, still excited for Sonic Mania. I, did you get guys have an opportunity to play a PlayStation experience last year? Because I got a chance to go around and play a couple stages there and not. yeah, uh, it played I did not either. Very similar to the the Genesis games. Uh, one was uh, basically Green Hill Zone, and then the other one was a new level that was created by uh, the team. And uh, both of them were quite well. I was, it basically, I felt like I was playing Sonic CD. So, so I am definitely looking forward to uh, checking it out. So uh, keep an eye out for that. So. Uh, also in news, uh, Pokemon Go had a festival this weekend at Grant Park in Illinois on there, and it went out like a wet fart. So <laughs> <laughs> so the sold-out event saw the introduction of a quote-unquote mystery challenges in which players were tasked with catching a certain amount of Pokemon during Windows throughout the day. However, they had rampant connectivity issues, players both in the park as well around the globe. Um, basically at least the people that were in the park were not able to connect. <laughs> it was like ridiculous. So, um, so afterwards, um, they did apologize to their community of how bad the, um, show was run, the f live event in Grand Park in Chicago on there. They were gifted a Lugia without having half the battle legendary raid. And contributions for the challenge were ranked by teams. Team Mystic had the largest contribution worldwide, followed by Valor and Instinct. Because Mystic won, its team mascot, Articuno, 
was also announced to be joining the list of in-game Pokemon, but players will also have to defeat it in the game's new raid format. So imagine you having to go and, and coordinate with a bunch of other people like at a park or whatever else out in the wild and trying to catch a Pokemon. That's, that's the whole concept of the raid format with Pokemon Go. So. Oh, gosh. I hope yeah, okay. nobody had to pay any money to, to be a part of this. Well, they went to the fest in sh- festival in Chicago, and yeah, they um, got a complete refund for the tickets. I don't know how much the tickets were, but I bet you they were probably 20 30 40 bucks, and they got their oh, money man. refunded. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess people were yelling, um, people were yelling, <laughs> fix your game, fix your game, or something like yeah. that. It was, it was pretty rough. I was like, you know, I felt really bad yeah, for them. Uh, yeah, so yeah, Ni- Niantic uh, really just kind of dropped the ball. And I just feel bad for the Pokemon company because, you know, this is Niantic's um, thing to handle. You know, it's the company that they sectioned out to do this game. And uh, I'm a big Pokemon ga- fan myself. I don't know if you guys know that, but I, you are too, Desmond. And uh, I am strictly just with with the 3DS games. I mean, uh you know, uh, Pokemon Go didn't really speak to me because to me, Pokemon's all about one, catching Pokemon, two, battling with the Pokemon. And Pokemon Go doesn't really have the battling down as of yet. And so to me, it's not really, in my mind, a true blue Pokemon game in, in my eyes, at least. So on it. But uh, just interesting to see that, you know, they were you know, trying to make those baby steps to do the raids and to get to the next step in Pokemon Go, but uh, as soon as they add battling, just let me know, Niantic. So, <laughs> so and they gave everyone too a hundred hundred dollars worth of Poke coins. So, well, that's nice. That's, that's for that's for the people that got screwed up at the event. I'm so. Like, well, thank you for doing your craziness with me. Yay. Yeah, I know. Thank you for uh, essing the bed, you know. <laughs> kind of. I was just like, wow, that's what we're getting? Okay, thanks. Yeah, thank you. Also, in other news, Capcom had a panel at um, San Diego Comic-Con, and they shared more gameplay detail about uh, Monster Hunter World. And so the gameplay um, was shared that they learned that maps will have areas varying in humidity and temperature affecting which plants and animals will populate in them. Um, they showed off also significant work has been done on textures for fur and hair on monsters like Aegenarith or the felines and for skin and bone structure. Uh, for instance, they were showing the wings of the Rathalos were translucent to light and they um, were designed graphically to fold realistically. So on there um they also had footage at the uh conference uh of all 14 weapons included in the game and that will be published up by capcom online in the next couple of days on there so uh no news though about the monster hunter generations 2 or monster hunter double cross the switch game that you know everyone's just jumping off buildings because they haven't announced it for release as of yet on it but uh um Good chance to take a look. There's been a lot more footage of Monster Hunter World out there online on there and a lot of more gameplay footage that's been kind of leaking out here and there on that. So uh, I'm definitely excited for it. I'm a big Monster Hunter fan as well. And I think if you know me from listening to Gamer Husbands in the past and just talking in general, I you know I kind of fell off both Monster Hunter 4 and Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate and also Generations, so it's it's time for me to come home, you know, a little bit, so 
Uh, I know you played a little bit of four, right, Desmond? Yeah, I, I've played them all. Yeah, I mean, but uh, you didn't play it as fervently as we did three ultimate, though, right? No, definitely not. Um, yeah, and I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know why. This is kind of one of those things where, like, I, I enjoyed it, but I, I just want it to be able to be on a console in my couch and. Yeah, you know, because there you the go. times that we the times that we we played it was like I, we would be down at your house, you know, and I remember it would be like the three of us, you know, you, me, you know, Rose, your wife, and we would just be sitting there playing Monster Hunter on the couch, and it was hilarious. Like we were sitting, you know, in utter silence, just playing Monster Hunter, you know, and and every now and then we kind of chirp chirp at each other, and then like okay, and then we'd you know it was just fun, you know, just it was just it was very chill experience and. Oh, I know they have uh, Monster Hunter like clubs here, you know, and there that you could go to and meet. And I, and I remember when we went to that, we went to actually to the Capcom, you know, building campus, yeah, yeah in the campus, and then they had that big ass, you know, Capcom kind of meetup, and we sat there for like eight hours playing Monster Hunter. That was bizarre. That was so much fun though, but uh, it was. Yeah, they had three meetups all together at the San Mateo office on that. But the uh, the thing about to me at least with four and four ultimate actually i didn't only four ultimate came out here four came out on in japan but didn't come out here the only version we got was four ultimate and then uh, generations and for me for them not to have a uh, accompanying console version on the wii u just kind of sunk it for me because i would play the portable one i would use that uh data importer quite a bit i would play my game on the go and then import my save data and play it at home on front of my, you know, big screen TV. And so that's what was missing for me. That's why Monster Hunter World is is just going to be like, um, I'm probably, I, I hate to throw hyperbole out, but I'm more excited to play Monster Hunter World than I am to play Destiny 2, you know. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm throwing Stop that the down. Okay. I'm throwing that down, you know, because okay. once, once this game comes out, I am literally going to be dropping everything else i'm love monster hunter it's like uh monster hunter 3 ultimate's probably in my top three of all time so and i've played quite a bit of games wow. <laughs> if you, as you could tell so but i'm super excited for it um any of you guys excited for it i know you're gonna dip into this kevin and i know you haven't been a fan of the at least the format of the series in the past so yeah uh it seems the more that i learn about this game the more interested i am in i'm the more interested I'm into to playing it, so um, I'll be there. I'll be there day one, and uh, I don't know. It's, I, it's like I've said before: the the concept, the overall concept. That that's my jam because you know I like games where I'm taking on large. I like set pieces. You know, games like you know where God of War had was known for its, you know, larger-than-life set pieces. And I think Monster Hunter has that uh, in spades. And that's another reason why I really like God Eaters so much, is some of the monsters that you fight in there are just so overwhelming, and you're just one of, you know, three... You're one character in a squad of four. The remainings are either controlled by AI or if you're online with other, other guys... And you're just working, trying to get get the momentum flow to take out these freaking fast, huge monsters. So I like that concept. And it looks like uh, Monster Hunter World is going to address some of the things that 
made that series not as enjoyable for me. So uh, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to playing this game. Yeah, it should be fun. Although, like, I'm still waiting for stories. So <laughs> that's just me. Oh, yeah. I kind of forgot about stories because Nintendo is like, uh, like so treating it like, like, like it's still like it's dead. It's like it's stillborn or something. Yeah, it's, supposed <laughs> it's, like, out, it's supposed to be coming out in December, though, last I heard. So I'm, I'm excited for it. So I will be getting that when it comes out. Yeah. So. And I don't know if Nintendo was hurt about the association of them developing a new game not on their console and developing it for, you know, modern consoles. But I think it's time for them to circle back to the consoles, in my opinion, for the series. So, so I mean, they, they went to where they could kind of um, move their PSP audience in Japan over to the most popular portable in Japan. And they made their play there, but uh, their in-game to just be on the switch i mean granted that could have been like you know the bomb switch game <laughs> been like the thing but uh you know it's good that they're capcom you know in the end needs to make some money and hell i want to be able to play in front of my tv and play at the same time but hopefully uh we'll we'll see uh, monster Hunter double cross or monster Hunter generations 2 kind of get finally released to satiate the monster Hunter fans on the nintendo side of the fence at least so Already, the next news story, uh, something caught my eye. Um, Doom just released their most current update, update 6.66. Okay. And what's, in, what's important about the uh, latest update to Doom is that they have unlocked all DLC on it. They have made the season pass free for all owners of the game, both on PC, PS4, and Xbox One on there um they have also gone in and made some progressive uh, progression changes to the multiplayer component as well on there the revised progression system makes changes to when and how players unlock additional guns demons equipment and all player and weapon customization options on there so uh so with this update they all the multiplayer progression system will reset all players Multiplayer level back down to zero on there. So, and that's good for all three platforms on there. So, uh, right now, this weekend, which you know, you will not hear this weekend, <laughs> uh, they have a free um, play weekend, obviously. So, you can play the game for free on both uh, PC, PS4, and Xbox One. And uh, it's on sale right now, too. So, you can pick up the PC version right now on Steam for $14.99 as well. So, kind of want to mention this game because I kind of slept on it a little bit. I bought it for PC. I have not played it as well. Probably have tons of other games in my collection. But uh, to me, to make for them to make the season pass, I'm grateful I didn't buy the season pass on it. So, uh, might give me more incentivization to play on there. I know you own it for PC as well, Kevin, right? Yes, I do. And I've played it. I've played some of it. It's fun. Um, I will say that I'm not, and I know they're different games, I'm not quite as into the arena-style shooters as I am the progression shooters, you know, narrative-based progression going from point A to point B. I mean, you go from point A to point B in Doom, but it's a lot of, okay, go down this hallway, you have this big room, find a whole bunch of stuff, go down another hallway, go to another big room, find another wave of stuff. And, and that's cool and all. But I just think uh, I was kind of hoping that this would uh, 
be like Wolfenstein with a, you know, with a, a demonic coat of paint on it. And it wasn't, but I enjoyed it for, for what it was. Um, you know, it, it's, I think it's still a fun game. And I, I definitely see why it got so many accolades in the reviews. But, um, you know, kudos for them to, you know, making that DLC free and uh, dropping the price on this thing uh, pretty much across the board so everybody can get a chance to play the game. It's a solid game. Uh, it's just not what I was hoping it would be because I have almost zero, zero experience with the Doom franchise as a whole. So... I'm the opposite. I mean, I enjoyed playing Doom on the original PC and also on the original PlayStation quite a bit. So, so to me, Doom and Wolfenstein are like you know birds of same birds of the same feather, but they're not flocking together. They're different. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're different uh, kind of formulas, I would say. You don't want Coke to taste like you know Dr Pepper, and Dr Pepper tastes like Coke. I mean, to me, that there is some distinction, even though they're both first-person shooters, that uh, mm-hmm. uh, they they do have different formulas to them. So, you know. Yep. All right. All right. And then last news story. Um, something that kind of caught my eye. Uh, the Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel, the PC port, is going to be available on August the 2nd on both Steam and good old games on there. A publisher XSeed has revealed on there. Um, been Legend of Heroes series doesn't get enough accolades, but uh, this series from Nihon Falcom on there. Um, great turn-based RPG coming out for PC. It's going to have uh, better textures than the PS3 and Vita versions and have over 5,000 additional lines of extra voice acting as well that they're adding to the port on there. And one thing I caught my eye too is that uh, Durante, the guy that commonly comes in and, and corrects or um, improves um, bad ports from Japanese companies on PC, he was actually tasked by Xseed to help with porting the game onto PC. So the PC spec should look quite good and be optimized properly on here. And this is the same guy that's released the uh, infamous like uh, Dark Souls uh, DS fix on there to improve Dark Souls because obviously Dark Souls, when it came out for PC, uh, ran like garbage. And the same thing, he has some other, like a 60 frames per second patch for Tales of Exeria on the PC as well. So um, so I'm look, looking forward to double dipping on this. It's in my backlog for PS3, but I think I will be playing it more on the PC and with better textures and 1080p and uh, more voice acting. I'm definitely looking forward to enjoying this game. You know, whether <laughs> I, I wish I could just like, you know, take time and just hit pause and then take 20 years to play everything in my backlog. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> For sure, but definitely look into it. Um, I, I'm I'm a big Falcom fan. Um, you know, between this Ease Seven and Ease Eight coming out in the next like month and a half, it's just uh, it's going to be a whole lot of Nihon Falcom coming out at least. So, so any thoughts on this game or any interest on Baidu you two on this? I don't really know enough about it to really. To, to make a to make a decision. Oh, I know, I know. Just 
you know, I think especially with you being an anime fan and everything, it might have that certain savoir faire. But I don't know about the the combat system. I know yeah, you're if very... it's turn based, I'm not, uh, or tactics based. Uh, that's probably going to be a a pass because I got oh. I got a crap of stuff I need to play. <laughs> of course. All right. Any thoughts, Desmond, or is that pretty much do or tour? Oh, someone's yes. asleep at the wheel. Let's see what he's doing. Let's see. Dun, 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 dun. Crack internet research squad. Dun, dun, Is he dun, playing Final Fantasy XII? Dun, dun, dun. I'm checking. Oh, we're going to have the show like taken off because of me doing those sound effects. So. <laughs> oh, well, no, no. He is actually not online, at least on PSN. So, okay. <laughs> I just hope he didn't kill over or die or something. <laughs> Please don't die, Desmond. Please don't die. Sorry. Don't die. <laughs> Please don't die. I'm here. I, I, I mute my mic. That way, if I have to sneeze or fart or something like that, you guys wouldn't hear. So then I forgot that I was muted. <laughs> so How long sorry. you were talking that not long and realized you weren't muted? <laughs> yeah. I was, oh, talking. I, was, I was talking for a while there, but I was just like, oh, I guess I'm still muted. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Oh, well. Any thoughts on Legend of Heroes or no? No, stuff about my keister me No, no, no. I, I'm just gonna wait until you get it, you know, and I'll I'll play it at your place, you know. Uh, make you spend uh, your hard-earned flipping money, you know. Oh, uh, you could borrow for PS3. I own both Trails One and Two. See, there you go. <laughs> you own them both. Uh, Trails Three is coming out for PS4 right now. There's no PC version announced yet for it, so just a circle back. But uh, it's been announced in Japan, so. So just take a look at it on All it. Right. Uh, looking good. So what's coming up next, guys? We need to go into what we've been playing. So, Kevin, what you've been playing, buddy? Well, real quick and real, real quick and easy. I've been playing Persona Five. Y'all wow. know how I feel about that. I am up to two hundred and seventy-nine hours. <laughs> Doesn't that game take place in 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 the confines of one? whole school year like how yeah how long yeah. is this well, year? Well, i mean i guess well you see i what i got to nearly the end of the game and i restarted because my social links weren't high enough so oh, okay. i'm basically playing this one and a half times okay. roughly yeah, makes sense. so and i'm and i'm going back and i'm doing all my making sure all of my support social links are up high or at least high enough and in order to get the best ending you have to have Everybody, every member of your crew has to be maxed out on the social link side. So that's that's the that's the deal here that I'm trying to do. I'm kind of partially following a uh, a fact uh, with this, so I can try and get my and get the best ending possible uh, with this playthrough. So that's that's why it's taking so long, but I'm enjoying every minute of it. Destiny Two Beta, we we discussed that, had fun with that. And freaking uppers, man. Um, <laughs> I really hope this game comes out stateside because this in the cutscenes, some of the cutscenes I the where I'm at late, and I'm I have a feeling I'm 
bordering toward the end of the game, there is just some bat crap stuff going on. And I just have to be able to know what the story is behind it. Um, the gameplay, as I've mentioned before, is fantastic. The combos are great. Beating beating up other high school kids and throwing them through exploding oil cans and throwing cars on them. I actually was able to do that in one stage. Um, and I had another... Um, uh, there was another stage where I grabbed a dude and what, what, is, what did he do? Uh, oh, yeah. I stuffed like four dudes down a manhole. <laughs> I, okay. You just grab them. You just grab them. You run them to the, to, the, to the action point, slam them through the manhole. Okay, the next, boom, bam, next, boom, bam. It, 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 was, the, it was like straight out of freaking – Looney Tunes, and it, and it was uh, the most joyous thing I've wow. seen right, on a Vita for, yes, for quite a long time. Wow, Sli- it, slamming dudes in the manhole. I don't know. It just kind of well, <laughs> okay. You know, take take the take your per perspective out of it. Yeah, uh, Joe. <laughs> I mean, you grab you know grab it and you just slam them down the manhole you know, as yeah. in body slam and, you know, there you go i know i know i know what you mean any better but uh come on these are high schoolers <laughs> and this game is so much fun y'all uh definitely worth importing but i really hope that this game gets a a english translation because it this story i have no idea what's going on but just seeing in some of the cut scenes is just like amazing like there's there's this dude that i'm i'm having to deal with who he's a luchador but he's like ridiculously huge he's way too big to be to be a a luchador proper and uh playing with playing as him you know he throw he's almost plays like skull like like skullamania because he does a lot of moves where he jumps head first and punches you know Headbutts dudes through buildings, and it's just, it's just great. Well, okay. So that's what I have been playing. I've been reading a little bit about uppers right now. I guess there's a online fact about the getting all the panties in the game. I guess the that the RNG in this game is severe, severely bad as far as getting all the all the colored thongs. I guess so. I, I guess I, I all I know is I finish a level, I get some panties and. <laughs> I have no idea. The only thing that I use them for is to go Super Saiyan in the fights when the girls give them to me in in the field, and I have no idea what what use they serve. Uh, I, I guess if you beat some of the roaming boss characters, uh, that you do get uh, specific colored panties for beating them. I guess, or uh, as far as fighting a cheerleader in that, I'm oh, shaking so my head like a, like a collect them like a Pokemon. Got to collect them all. Type uh, yes. Mm, mm, okay. Mm. Yes. Yeah, that I'm sorry, Kev. That that game ain't coming out in America, <laughs> sir. It's sorry. Not, it's not. I mean, it's not. If they could bring uh, Only Chimbara out here stateside, yes. yes, this game can come out stateside. I mean, this is nowhere near Only Chimbara. It's nowhere near. Um, what's that other the other game uh, with the big uh, San- ninjas? Uh, Ka- San- Senator yeah. Kagura, yeah. Yeah, we can get Kagura and only Chimbara. We can get uppers because it's way more milder than those two. Mm. Yeah. Well, okay then. 
Sign the petition, y'all. Get up <laughs> in the U.S. Uh, like I said, I think a couple episodes ago, the director of Senator Cagra said that uh, they're still looking into bringing it out in the U.S. because uh, this is also one, uh, he's behind this as well. So it's right. I don't know if he's a producer or a director on it, but uh, yeah, he's definitely he, he, he's in the mix. He's in the mix. So. And that's it for me this week. So, uh, Joe, what you been playing, man? Uh, I have been severely addicted other than the Destiny 2 beta to be playing Diablo 3 Ultimate Evil Edition. Uh, I kind of went in headfirst last week because of the double XP, but uh, it's just been my kind of relaxing game to play, you know, and it's a cool game. I'm up to level 63. I'll have to kind of watch it when I play this game, though, because if I am kind of tired, sort of tired, I'm going to be sleeping. I died today, actually falling asleep, <laughs> woke up and it's like, oh, you've been, you've been died, died because I fell asleep. Been dead I'm for like, 10 minutes. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. So it's just something, another game I could throw on. Like I said last week, it's a, you know, you're holding the X button down, you're attacking, you're running and doing patterns, of course, with all the different uh, specials you have and that kind of thing to defeat the monsters and I'm about the middle of the end of uh, chapter two right now. So, so still enjoying that. Uh, you know, I played it deep a couple years ago and then with the uh, recent update to the necromancer and the seasons, of course, uh, um, gonna, I'm giving this playthrough my heart, uh, earnest uh, dedication so I could actually beat the uh, Reaper of Souls content at least. So maybe get into uh, some of the uh, extra stuff once you get up to level 70, of course. So uh, other than that, I've been dabbling to a new, new Super Mario Brothers uh, 2 on the D, uh, 3DS. On there, still enjoying that. Nothing really more to add than just going about. I would say in the World 3, World 4 right now into the game. So I'm still playing that in f- wonderful 15 incre- minute increments at work. So uh, other than that, though, I've been, been meaning to play other stuff. I will have more to report next week. I promise. So. <laughs> awesome. So what, uh, up to, what have I been up to? Um, I played Yonder, you know, the Cloud Catcher Chronicles or whatever. That cutesy ass game. Yeah, that game is just you lit around you run around literally literally finding cats. There's like sixty six cats in the game. And you just run around the, the area and you find cats, you chop down trees, you help people. There is I was I made a mistake um uh I think it was last uh, last week's episode talked about it. There is no combat in the game whatsoever. You literally run around and befriend animals and build farms and help missing people and stuff like that. So it is a huge time waster. That's the thing. That the, that's what it is. You know, yeah. Yeah. You run around and you, you resource gather and you build things. And it's just, that's just it. You know, um, it's cutesy. It's fun to look at. The colors are really nice. Um, but I literally put it on just to like do nothing. Just be mind numb, be not mind numbing. Um, I really wish that it did have some kind of a combat element um, or something, but you know, I, I don't know. You know, I don't. I don't know what's gonna keep me. You know, playing it. Uh, I don't know, but it's been fun. You know, I played it. 
played a couple times, and it's been fun when I've played. I mean, I mean, I I always kind of smile when I find a hidden cat. So they kind of when you're close to them, they kind of meow and stuff. But you know, other than that, yeah, it's 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 a it's a fun, cute little time waster. Um, uh, but the main game that I've been playing is uh, Final Fantasy Twelve: The uh, Zodiac Age. That game, so much fun, so much fun. I love the story. I love the characters. I just I'm just loving that game. Um and it's taken it's 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 it can get really hard sometimes um making your gambits right and making stuff happen and um status, status elements are a thing and they are bullshit. I hate <laughs> but uh, they're bullshit. And then um it's a lot of fun. Just a lot of fun. It's it's fun you know, playing like I said before, it's just fun playing a game where there's an overarching story. Like it starts off with one person, but the story becomes about someone else. You know, and then the story becomes about someone else. You know, within this much larger arc of, of stories, um, it's just been fun watching it um unfold. You know, and this it, it's a little cliched in some spots, but you know what isn't when you think about it. You know, in the fantasy or science science fiction genre, you know. But for the most part, I'm really, really enjoying it. And um, so, yeah, that's just the one that I've been playing playing the most. Um, and then the Destiny beta, you know, but we talked about that. And it was it really was fun playing with um, Kevin and Joe, you know, my, my co-hosts. It was fun playing with them because it really harkened back to old times when we would just run one raids and, you know, I talk shit about Joe and Kevin would laugh and <laughs> say, we should be recording this. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> You know, so it, it was fun because I'm missing that. So that's another reason why I'm really excited about uh, the Destiny 2 coming out because then it's like a whole new area of content um, to explore with these guys. Um, and it was funny because they were we, we were all in a party chat and there was five of us, some of the listeners, uh, surging and a couple other people. And it was it was fun because we were sitting there and they were all playing, you know, uh, Control, and I'm playing. Um, and I was playing, what was I playing? I was playing Final Fantasy. And it was great listening to them, like, rolling B. Okay, they're all over the C. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. You know, they're having fun and blah, blah, blah. And then, and then when it was over, I think Surgeon had to go or someone had to go. And Joe's all like, hey, you want to join us? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm like, nope. And he's like, but it's just the beta. It'll be fun. And I'm like, nope. Nope. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> I will. I, I will. You want to play a strike? I'll do a strike. That's only three players. I'm like, well, then, all right, then. <laughs> have fun. <laughs> well, so, it's, it's not like you know your record is going to be permanent once you play the damn it's not, beta. It's not about there's, the a, record, there, there, there's other noobs playing the control right now. People that I hardly play that you know you you actually might have uh, done better than what you thought. You it's would. not about. It's not about doing awesome or doing bad you know it's just just not i not don't want to it's not I my cup of tea it's not my cup okay of tea. and joe's all like wah, 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 to me and i'm like oh there you go look at that peer pressure <laughs> uh, reinforcing <laughs> reinforcing behavior thanks joe <laughs> but no it's problem fun. anytime it's fun it, it's fun oh, um man. i had to stealth out there real quick um but yeah, so uh, that's the that's what we have been playing, um, and I'm sure next week um, what we've been playing is going to change because now we're moving into the drop. So let's uh, talk about what's coming out this coming week. Uh, the first thing that's coming out is Sundered, uh, released by uh, Thunder Lotus Games, and uh, it is coming out on July 28th. 
for uh, PlayStation 4, Steam, and a whole bunch of other online outlets. This is a um, Metrovania styled action game. It's hand drawn. Uh, these are by the same people who did Jotun, which is actually free. This, which is well, it's it, by the time you really listen to this, it probably won't be free anymore. But it was free on like Steam and a, and, and another uh, another. Uh, another outlet as well, but good old good old games. Yeah, good old games. Yeah. So yeah. Sunder. Uh, so a little basis about Sunder. Sunder has the players assume the role of Ash, who has found herself trapped on the mysterious world of demons and horrors. During the adventure, players will have uh, to make choices pertaining to what kind of character Ash will turn out to be throughout the story. Will you resist or embrace these new powers? I guess she becomes kind of demonic and stuff as she's running around learning these powers. You know, um, is she gonna? walk the path of light or embrace her darkness who knows um again i played uh jotun i got it um i got it on uh i guess steam was having a flash so i got it for like four dollars and it's fun like it's a really fun game and if the animation style is anywhere near um jotun i'm gonna be really excited because jotun was about norse mythology and i love i love you know norse mythology greek mythology you know um Roman mythology. I love pantheons of gods and stuff like that. So seeing that um, done in a video game was amazing. So I really think that Sunder is going to be uh, a game to check out. What do you guys think about about uh, Sunder? Are you guys looking forward to it? Are you gonna check it out? I'll be playing it. I already pre-ordered. I, I played. So. I played it at the uh, PSX, and I really enjoyed uh, what I played. And that's such a small group of developers that have put out some like AAA level work it's 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 just a beautiful game when you look at it joe any thoughts? yeah like i said i pre-ordered it i'm looking forward to it um i've definitely enjoyed what i played for at psx i like jotin as well i actually bought the collector's edition for jotin uh trader joe's hints if you find it at gamestop you can get a physical version of jotin for pc for 10 bucks with a steel book, so it's definitely worth your hard-earned cash if you weren't able to get it for free. So, on that, but uh, definitely looking forward to it. I wanted to support the publisher of this game because they are a small team on there. So I threw down my uh, hard-earned GameStop bucks to buy a PSN card so I could support this developer, at least. So, awesome. I'm sure yes. they. I'm sure they will are, are very happy about that, and I'm definitely going to pick it up as well when it um, when it is released on uh, PS4. So the next game that's coming out is uh, Unbox uh, Newbies Adventure. Um, it's coming out on the PS4 and the Xbox One at the end of July, but it has actually already been out for about a year on the PC, and it will be arriving uh, on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, later in the year. In Unbox, you play as a newbie, a delivery box who rolls, jumps, and unboxes himself through colorful levels such as frozen mountains, exotic seashores, and tropical temples. The game will have a variety of uh, action sequences, including narrowly escaping explosions, epic jumps from planes, and a variety of strange enemies to a battle. While doing all of this, you will gather collectibles, extra cardboard characters, and unlock plenty of unique outfits. I think it's kind of cool, though, when you think about it. You know, you get to be a box. You know, I, I think of the, I think of the uh, progressive box. You know, from the, if you ever seen those commercials, like yeah. I, I think they literally was like, you know, hey, that progressive box seems, seems kind of cool. Let's make a game out of that, and <laughs> you have it. Um, I don't know anything about this game. I I've never heard of it until 
you know, Joe put it on like the drop list. So I was like, what the hell is this game? Have any, have either of you heard about it or anything? I have not. I have not heard of it. <laughs> um, I've kind of only caught it to where I know they threw some free avatars up on PSN to announce the game and get some promotion for it. So I started checking it out and literally it looked like a uh, old school, um, like, um, like PlayStation one or, uh, um, N64 like 3D adventure game. It yeah. reminds me of a 90s uh, game like uh, Banjo Kazooie or something along those lines. And it looks like it's doing it quite well on it as throwing it down at least. So I'm definitely interested. I'm just kind of curious about the price point on there. I know it's a $30. Man, I know. I saw that price like, point. And I was like, okay. I mean, for and, and it's a traditional platformer, and you can play. It. It's got it's got split screen, so you can play with someone else. But I don't know. Thirty dollars. I don't know. I might have to catch that on a sale. But but I mean, the, the trailer looked cute at least. At least the Steam version. Steam version's at uh, nineteen ninety nine on there, and with a Steam sale or whatnot, uh, should come in at a probably a good. 10 bucks and i hate to be a cheap bastard and i want to support these developers especially if they're bringing these games out on it but at the same time i gotta kind of be mindful of what's coming and what i'm spending my money on i, I they have a physical version of this though coming out it's uh, coming out with the particular publisher called signature games that's um released in the uk but you know ps4 games are uh um, able to play with all regions and so you're able to pick up that import just in case if you were really super excited about this honor I think it's going for uh, 30 pounds and the box edition has uh, a soundtrack plus an art book included with it as well so on it so just in case if you're that interested and uh, it does have multiplayer too as well so yeah uh, so the next game coming out uh, this week actually it's not technically coming out it's going into early access and that is Fortnite. It's coming on the PC, PS4, and the Xbox One. Uh, it should be uh, coming out this coming week. Um, so Fortnite is a horde mode slash base building game. It's got a lot of hype uh, coming out of E3. A lot of people were, were talking about it. I know people are kind of... Um, some people were, were like, you know, if, if it's early access, you know, what are we really paying for? Um, it looks fun. I've watched a couple of streams of people playing it, um, and I, I'm interested. Like, I'm interested. I think it would be fun to run around, um, material, grab materials, and then, um, you know, use said materials to build a base and, like, get your architecture skills on, and then, and, like, fighting waves. Like, something about it, working with friends to, to secure you know, levels. I like the art design, the art style behind it. it I don't know. I just, I'm just kind of like, I, I, I don't know because it's going to be free to play when it comes out. You know, later this, later this year. Um, and it's a founders pack, and you can like there's various levels that you could pay uh, to give them money in order to help with this project. Like you can, I think the, I think the base price is like. I want to say it's like forty dollars, maybe a little more. Um, 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 I've seen it. It's retails for sixty bucks. Oh, I thought it was a little less. I thought it was less. Yeah, okay. yeah, uh, no, no. I say it's. Like, this is being published weird. by um, Gearbox Games. Games. Yeah, well, Epic Games is the ones that is developing it, and Gearbox is the one that's pushing it out. So maybe they're the ones that are having a hand in saying that because that was one of the things. Like I, I was hoping that it was going to be around forty, but I'm glad that you corrected me because paying full time. Playing a full price 
for a game that's actually early access that's going to yeah. most likely be changing uh, yeah. when it comes free to play. I don't know. Something about that doesn't sit well with me. Oh, and that's the thing that that that's the, that's the, the 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 conundrum that I'm in because like I kind of want to play it and think it would be fun, but if I could play it in a year for free, like why do it now? You know, oh, I don't know. Oh. Let me correct myself because the retail box is fifty nine ninety nine. There is going to be a thirty nine ninety nine standard edition available on PSN. So, but the physical version um, probably would probably be the way to go. I, Gearbox for in their infinite powers <laughs> to be, um, they published um, Bulletstorm that the remaster of that EA game that came out like six years ago, and it came out and a lot of people were saying oh my god you're charging like 60 dollars for a damn hd remaster of a game <laughs> on ps3 and and uh xbox one or um xbox 360 uh, remaster of a game and so it did come out 60 bucks but eventually the retail price crashed literally within like six weeks to be down to like 20 dollars. and so i could probably see the same thing retail wise with uh, the fortnite uh, pack because I, I haven't seen at least a lot of these early access retail disc versions do well in retail like the paragon disc that sony brought out um it came out also at a high price around 50 to 60 bucks and you could basically pick it up now for you know 20 bucks 15 bucks if you're looking with all the extra dlc and all that stuff because Hey, guess what? The game's a free-to-play game. I mean, the charge fifty bucks, even though you're putting everything in the nutshell in there, as far as packs and uh, you know loot boxes and skins and whatnot. I mean, if you really want to get people interested in playing this game, just release it as free-to-play and just get done with it. So, so Broke's that's my opinion. Yeah. Kevin, what do you think about this game? You wanna you wanna hook up and 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 build forts and and set traps for like you know zombie not zombie things? Yeah, you know I'm looking at I'm looking at some of the stills from the game. I don't know if this is something if this really falls into what I would call a, a jam of mine or not. Um, that's gonna be that's gonna be iffy. I'm I'm gonna have to see some more. Um, I'm gonna actually have to watch a video to see it because I can't really make a distinct make a decision off of these stills. I've heard of Fortnite. I heard of the the buzz that it was getting. I never saw any video. I, I know it was on some of the uh, the uh, like I think IGN did a thing and maybe GameSpot did a thing on, yeah, on it. Yeah, they did. Um, I, 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 I watched it. A lot of E3 stuff because it yeah. was kind of one of the things that was talked about E3. So. The first time yeah. people got their hands on it. Yeah, I miss I missed all that, but yeah, I don't know if this one is 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 saying is screaming show enough. Uh. <laughs> but hey, 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 black ninjas! They got black ninjas in it. <laughs> uh, that being the case, you know, the, all that's well and good, but if Black Ninja is in some mechanics that I can't play <laughs> or I don't right. like, then brother gonna have to take a corner. Cause that's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, well, it, it will uh, be eventually become free to play. So yeah. uh, all, all it will take at some point is just your investment of time, Kevin. Of time, so. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely will play the game. Like I, I, I think it will be fun. I like. 
doing base building stuff and making you know weird weird looking stuff like i enjoyed base building in fallout i enjoyed like i enjoyed the base building when it came to no man's sky i know people hate that game but i you know i yeah for what it was worth i i enjoyed it for a minute for a hot minute and i liked it making bases and stuff um but um, I don't know. I, I'll see how see how it is. I, I'm wondering what the multiplayer is going to be like. Hopping into uh, hopping in and playing with other people. Like I really hope it, the 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 community is not going to be toxic because it's free. So, but guess I'm, what? I'm it will be. I, I can answer that one for you be. right now. <laughs> it, it will be. be. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, there we you all go. know that. <laughs> I know. But all right. So another game that's coming out uh, this week is uh, from developer Coilworks and publisher and developer Double Eleven. And that game is Super Cloud Bits. Uh, Sorry, Super Cloud Built. Thank you. Super Cloud Built. And it's uh, coming out on July 25th on PS4 and PC and July 28th on Xbox One. So Super Cloud Built is a frenetic sci-fi parkour platformer that uh, first emerged on the scene in 2014 when it was released on PC. Now it has been remastered and updated and is poised to be re-released on the PC as well as released on, you know, these other home consoles. So I saw some gameplay of this game. It looks very sort of Tron-ish um, with a little bit of, I mean, it kind of it kind of reminded me of uh, a little bit of uh, Borderlands a little bit. Only because of the only because of it's sort of like this weird sort of cell shaded kind of kind of look and then you're running and you're running in first person and jumping on jumping on uh like parkouring across things to try to get to the top of of this of varying buildings and whatnot i mean it looked interesting the first por- the first person aspect of it killed you kind of killed it for me because like, i don't know about you know first person but if you like like mirror's edge and stuff like that you probably will like this game um not sure though what do you guys think it looks like if Borderlands and Mirror's Edge had a baby or something. Yeah, you there know, you go. The way, the way it looked. So. Yeah, that's exactly how it looked, you know. Um, and, it, and That's the thing. It's not a bad thing. Cause I really like Borderlands aesthetic. Um, but just running and parkouring like this, I don't know. You know, I, I couldn't really get into Mirror's Edge because it was first person and because of the parkour. Because I'm never really, like, and I guess that's part of the excitement because you never really know, like, where you're where you're going to land and then you die. And it's like, ah, if I get to see a third person, I could, you know, navigate this better. But that's just, that's just me. So. I'd agree. I think uh, first person parkour sounds better in theory than execution. Uh, Mirror's Edge, I was really kind of looking forward to that game. I thought it had... It had some potential. Uh, I thought it had a cool main character, but that first person was a deal breaker for me. I could not play that game. I couldn't judge my jumps. I couldn't, even though I knew where to go, you know, misjudging my jumps was a common theme playing that game in first person. I think you need a third person perspective for something like this. Um, So this will probably be a pass for me. Watching the footage of the game, it's, it looks like it has a behind the camera, though. It looks like a third person camera. It doesn't look like it goes into a first person perspective at it, all. I thought it did. I, I thought it did when you when you um, when you zoomed uh, when you zoomed into a level, it was third person, and then when you went into the game, it went into first person. Um, is, is I think you're able to move the camera around. I believe, like mm. um, Super Mario sixty four style, on it. But it looks like when you're running, the camera's c- clearly like. 
behind you. So I'm, I'm interested in this game. You know, maybe we should uh, go out to these publishers and give more impressions on mm. some of these more niche games. You know, maybe at some point we'll either you know ask for keys or you know sacrifice and invest some in, the, in some of these games just to you know one play different stuff other than our usual stuff and two have other some other stuff that maybe we can help you the listeners uh kind of um check out too and get our impressions on that kind of thing so yeah speaking of the listeners like what are some of the you know you know, first-person shooters games that you like that have this kind of like run and gun parkour elements. You know, I think like when playing Destiny, uh, when playing Destiny Two Beta, just to go back to it previous, they added a fun- a feature that I thought was really kind of cool. Cool, if you miss a jump or short, you actually grab onto the ledge and pull yourself up. And I was like, thank God, you know, finally, <laughs> you know, you know, they actually have it. It's very subtle. It's very subtle, but you actually pull yourself up onto ledges now. And if you hit it a certain way and I was like, this is really cool. And and I got to see it firsthand when I was um, on the farm, because when you're on the farm or in the social the social spaces, you are it's it's third person. And so you see your character. So I, you know, I was running and I had to jump on something and I saw myself. Actually, I hit it at a certain angle and I pulled myself up and I was like, well, that's awesome. You know, (laughs) thank you. Um, But yeah, let us know in the comments, you know, what first-person parkour games you like, you know, because that's one of the things that makes these first-person games kind of fun, you know, is is maybe falling off or or, or not being able to judge your, you know, your, your jump. Maybe it makes it feel more real for you. Who knows? Let us know. Um, okay. And the last game that's coming out uh, is uh, Supergiant's new game, Pyre. It releases on July 25th. These are the guys that were... This was the studio that was behind Bastion, and um, uh, the last one, which was um, I'm blanking on the name. It starts with an R. Um, God, I'm trying to remember too. No, no problem. <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to it. But um, but yeah, it's a new game in which you you actually it's, it's like you it's like you battle against other people, the the Beyonders and the um, and the uh, there's another uh, faction. But you're trying to literally like escape hell. Um, and it seems like it will be kind of fun. Oh, it's Transistor was the other one. Yeah. Not R. It's sort of the T. <laughs> and it's uh, it's coming out July 25th. Um, and that'll be on uh, both PS- PS4 and PC. And, and yeah, I played uh, Bastion and I played Transistor. I really, really love the aesthetics that uh, Supergiant Games is able to do. Like that hand-drawn look of it. Um, and just... And just the unique stories and the unique gameplay of these games, like, like the way the games kind of look now, the floors look and just just everything about their games just looks really, really crisp and clean and just like I'm really excited for this game. Um, they're one of those that I'm just like, wow, you know, I want to, I want to, I, 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 I want to play it. You know, it's a it's a party based RPG. You know, and you lead these characters. You know, you try to lead the characters out of hell. You know. Um, I don't know. It just—it's just very. It seems fun, you know, to to be able to to do that. I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, from what I've seen at the PlayStation Experience last year, and then the footage I've seen, uh, just looks. I'm kind of curious because this is the first time they've done a, a RPG and especially a multiplayer RPG on top of it. I know some impressions have said that it seems like it 
plays like a game of basketball with the RPG elements. So to me, it's, that sounds kind of nuts in a way. That's so, bizarre. Yeah. Like, I, I'm like, wow. Like, I'm really like an RPG basketball simulator. What? You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, hey, I'm open. For, I'm open to it. Like, I have played their games, like I said before, and I trust. I trust what they're doing. So I'm just like, hey, you give me a, you know, a fantasy, you know, escaping from hell. And you got to play basketball against demons, you know, and as an RPG, <laughs> you know, I'm there, you know, so I can shoot farther or double dribble or something. I don't know, but I'm there. <laughs> what do you think, Kev? Uh, yeah, it looks like it could be cool. Um. I don't know. We'll 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 see. Um, uh, I kind of got like a Space Jam vibe from it, <laughs> you know. Uh, you know, it would be cool if you could have like you know Michael Jordan as a you know downloadable character or Bugs Bunny and Daffy <laughs> Duck come down and help you out. But, That'd be hilarious. Uh, <laughs> did either of you guys play Transistor or Bastion? I, I played Bastion. Not. So, so Joe played Bastion, but you didn't play Transistor, and Kevin, you didn't play either, right? I didn't play either one. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I neither one of those games really looked like they would be my, be my, my, my jam. You know, I'm, I'm a Neanderthal when it comes to gaming, folks. I'm trying to break out of that shell ever, ever so, every little bit. But yeah, I like blowing stuff up and killing things. That's that's the extent <laughs> of my, my gaming joy. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a polygonal polygonal mass murderer that's what i like to do in my games so you know if if if, you know if i'm not doing that then uh. (laughs) you're kind of bored on we'll see no they you know that's the thing you know sometimes in these games you kind of know what you like like i know that i do not like you know pvp you know so i'm just like yeah (laughs) no i'll play it yeah, I'll play it sometimes to a, you know to to appease my friends or if I'm feeling like okay, but other than that, I'm like nope. So I nope. totally understand you. I totally yeah. understand. So, you know, I I'm 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 old and I'm in I'm set in my ways. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, that's it for the uh, for the drop, you guys. Um, right. I I, right. I, I, I great, wonder. Great job. Yeah. Great job. Well, thank you. Any anything you're gonna get out of all that? I mean, I'm definitely gonna you know pick up higher. I'm definitely gonna pick up Sunder. Um, uh, I'm still on the fence about Fortnite spending money for early access. I don't know. Like I, I don't know. But you no, know, I'm trying to get more into digital games because. You know, these AAA games, like, they're good and all, you know, most of them. But, you know, we, we can't sleep on these on these indie games, you know, when, when they're they're bringing they're bringing like their heart and soul in some of these games. And so I want to oh, yeah. I, I want to I want to experience that. I'm going to check out Unbox at some point. Uh, so that's definitely on my radar. So um, I still haven't finished the. Uh, um, ukulele yet but uh, i want to get back to that game too and then also play the crash collection so i do have a soft spot for uh like uh old 3d platformers from like ps1 and n64 era so i don't know what whatever reason why but i i love croc and croc 2 on uh, the saturn so oh real quick real quick i guess the um I guess it was unbeknownst to a lot of people uh, on the uh, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, but I guess they they released um, 
someone was they were complaining about the game is harder than they remember it and the, and i guess the one of the creators like like came in and chatted and he was just like well yeah you know we we changed how the jump is so the jump is you actually fall faster now when you jump <laughs> so it's not or something something with the way you jump is significantly different than <laughs> than how it was in the original game so people were like what the hell <laughs> so so no one did they just they just didn't tell anybody you know they're like okay it's the game you know because i guess they had to build it from the ground up uh rebuild it from yeah. the ground up or something yeah. and so they actually changed how the jump is and so the so the guy was like you should actually play two and three first to kind of get yourself ready to play one and i'm like damn that's hilarious wow. that they, they literally <laughs> made the game harder by changing the jump and then i thought to myself and i was like that is weird like what if nintendo or these super old games like what if nintendo redid super mario brothers you know and changed the jump mechanic like how many people would like freak out it's like oh god why does mario fall faster or dude just like i was uh, it was just it was just insane to me because i was like Wow, these like the, the people who bought that game expected it to be exactly like it was, and it is not. And I was just like, how people's expectations are versus what really happens, you know? Like they literally thought, oh, we're just gonna play, be playing, you know, uh, Crash Bandicoot, and you're like, well, you are, but you're playing this new iteration of this old game. It's just funny to me, like just that whole how the how the how the whole thing transpired and they didn't tell anybody yeah. <laughs> and i was just like wow well, they lost the source code yeah they, they didn't, have, didn't have the, have the source yeah code yeah they, they didn't have the source code but i thought but i thought that was hilarious it's like like of course they're gonna change certain things you know it's just the way the the the, the way the developer kind of spoke about it was like well yeah we changed it you know <laughs> people were like well you, you could have told us <laughs> in a way it almost sounds like what you didn't know <laughs> right you know but I, I just thought it was funny when i when i when i read about it and then i heard it when i when i read it when i read it and then i heard about it i was just like that's hilarious to me <laughs> that's pretty cool but um with that folks we're about to bring uh episode 10 to a close but before we go we want to let you know how you can contact us you can send us a question send us a request to actually be on the show too gamingvessels at gmail.com we can be reached on uh, playstation network i am at shonuff7 des is at nemotigger n-e-m-o-t-g-g-r joe is kamunagara on psn k-a-m-u-n-a-g-a-r-a i can also be reached on steam under shonuff71 and on Xbox Live under Shonuff071. Um, and like I've said before, folks, we are a listener-based podcast, so we want to hear your perspective, your views on anything in the gaming in the within the gaming industry. So be sure to send us some feedback. Be sure to uh, send us your questions. And like I said, if you want to be on the show, hit us up. So, with that, we're going to bring episode 10 to a close. Thanks for having it popped and locked in your auditory canals. We will be back to you next week with episode 11. What it is, what it do, gamers. This is Kevin, a.k.a. Shonuff71, and I'm here to let you know that we, meeting myself, Dez, the Bay Area Terra, and Joe, the Food Max of Gaming, are going to be at this year's California Extreme 
held at Santa Clara Hyatt Regency. Uh, California Extreme is a gathering of huge collections of arcade games. So we're going to do a lot of reminiscing and playing old school arcade games. And if you would like to join us, we will be there on July 29th. That is a Saturday. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up through email at gamingvessels at gmail.com. And let's get in and have some fun. Peace. Later. Bye.